everyone, I'm Maylin. And I'm Mal. Welcome to our podcast, Aya Hodaya. This is episode 22. Hummus. explain ourselves <laughs> yeah okay so um now you can assume that anytime we have a dip like an episode named after a dip it it's got to do with freestyling what other dips are there other than maybe like Hummus does salsa count as a dip yeah i would count salsa okay and then we could do like ranch but that's more of a dressing but like you i don't dip, dip stuff vegetables in a ranch, in ranch. Do i don't know yeah, like sometimes, like vegetables, you know, like okay, carrots okay. or cucumbers. I would count that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Let us know. Like DM us on our Instagram page. What's your favorite dip? Dot pod. <laughs> What's your favorite dip? And maybe we'll name an episode after it. And we'll shout you out. <laughs> yeah, I, I also ten listeners. <laughs> yes, I also realized that we don't really tend to, or we didn't explain. The last time we named an episode after a dip, which was Baba Ganoush, and it was just a freestyle episode. So now we are yeah, explaining ourselves. That was wild. <laughs> we like realized it after we stopped recording. I put it, like, listen, we'll listen. Put it I put it caption. in the episode description. If you read the description, you'll know. Okay. Exactly. But if you don't, then you're probably incredibly confused. But it's fine. That's just our brand. That that's yeah, that that is just that's just it. That's that's the brand. <laughs> Okay, so um, to do Mal's fun fact this week, we decided we we're going to keep it hummus-related, and uh, my fun fact for this week is out of all of the countries that I've eaten hummus in, which is like four to five different countries, Israel has the best hummus. It is amazing. Like, it's so good. You heard, you heard it here, folk. Wait, I can't talk. Crap. God damn it. You heard it here first, folks. Israel yes. has the best hummus in the world, and Maylin can't talk today. Yeah. Also, um, I feel like um, I also have to travel to other Middle Eastern countries before I, like, definitively say Israel has the best hummus in the world. So, like, for now, it's just Israel has the best hummus out of the countries Mal has visited. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, hummus is a Middle Eastern thing, so, like... I'd have to try, like, Iranian hummus and Iraqi hummus and Jordanian hummus. And I just, I gotta try all the hummuses, you, you know? just go on, like, a tour of the Middle East and eat all the hummus that you can find. Pretty much, yeah. Like, when we were in Israel, my family, we lived off of bagels, cream cheese, hummus, and pita bread. That was, like, our lunches and our breakfasts. And then that's we'd, like, go good, out for dinner. That's a good food meal. They were so stuff. good. And, like, just Israel's, like, produce and their, like... Like, just everything that comes out of the country, like, food-related is just really good because the way they tend to their animals there, it's not, like, mass farming like we have here in North America. So it just, like, it takes, it, it tastes a lot better because it's cared for a lot better. And it's, like... Yeah, that makes sense. You know, curated a lot better. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I highly recommend going to another country and trying their food that is not in North America because I find that you you no matter where you go, as long as it's not here, you will you'll find a similar thing. Except for maybe if it's in like England or like Australia, I'm not sure, but I have a feeling that things might be somewhat similar. Dude, when I here. went to England and we were like going to the store, we were trying to find like the produce section. There was no fresh produce. 
Oh my in god. In the stores. I was like, what is happening? Maybe Ew. I'm too much of a like California hippie to expect like fresh produce where I go, but like there what was fresh no pro- why? Because I'm I'm British Columbian, but also we're the hippies of Canada. So <laughs> we're the hippies of our respective countries. <laughs> exactly. But like fresh produce is like a must. I know. I'm like, what do you mean you have no fresh fruit? Like what's happening here? Like, ew. Why? <laughs> <laughs> okay 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 um i'm just so happy it is winter break i'm oh like i've been on like i've been on like i just like a high of like oh my god two i don't have school freedom. nothing to do yes dude i don't even have homework this week like this is so good so do i i also don't have homework i thought i was gonna have homework and then i was gonna be i was like i don't want to do a lab write up why but then he's like no we're just gonna do a lab worksheet after the lab you hand it in after class and then you can go and don't have anything to do over the break and then we had uh so like the way the class is structured because you know how we have our weird quarterly system Uh so a class is 10 weeks and then you have that class for three hours every single day of the week and so um, I'm in chemistry right now and this was the end of our fifth week of chemistry so what my teacher decided was since we're like kind of in the middle of the break and whatever he was gonna give us uh, uh, the first part of our final so cumulative exam number one is at the end of the five weeks and it's chapters one two three and the beginning of four and then after the break we're gonna have chapters four and five and then we'll have unit tests for each of those and then we'll also have a cumulative exam four four and five together and then so those two marks so instead of like having a midterm and a final it's like part one of your final part two of your final mm-hmm. we did it in my biology class and it worked really well because then we didn't have to memorize like everything for the entire year throughout the... yeah that sounds very nice it's it was it's actually not that bad and then that mark actually consequently <clears throat> bumped up my lowest mark um, in the class, like on the tests that I got like a bad mark on. And then, so that bumped my overall grade up. And so I'm just happy. I'm just happy. <laughs> we, we just, we just vibing right now. The only thing Solid. I'm like remotely upset about is the fact that because our school started, our school year started in like September, like late September instead of late August, they had to kind of push our schedule back. So we have finals after the break. Yeah, that's a normal Canadian school year. Usually we um, have for finals like the high week schools. before the week before winter break and then we go on break and then we come back and it's like semester 2. But yeah, that's yeah. how they do it at the universities here. Like you have you so like classes ended on my birthday for my university class and then finals was the week during the week afterwards. So then you have like exam periods for each class and so mine was on the Monday and so after Monday I was free from that class nice so yeah i've completed my first university class too yay oh my gosh i'm done psych 111 wow you're so cool a whole university student and i might be taking psych 112 if i can get into the class dude you totally should i just want my professor again because he's great the american the american (laughs) (laughs) he's so he's like I don't know, he's just, like, he's wholesome, and he's also, like, really good at teaching, and, like, he makes things really interesting, and, yeah, I just, I just like our Zoom classes, because then when we get to, like, ask him questions and stuff like that, and 
clarify stuff he's he's really good with like examples and those like always help me like tell me how to apply it to my life yeah for sure then i will understand it for like humanities especially not for science i'm like i don't want to know how physics applies to my life no thank you for science because i'm taking environmental science it's actually interesting because i can apply it to my life and like here are real world examples of like this and this and I'm like oh cool like it doesn't make me enjoy the class anymore but it helps me understand the concepts more <laughs> yeah that's fair for me physics was like it was really weird because um I was like I okay so I hate kinematics so much and that's all like distance velocity acceleration mm-hmm. time you know that those kind of variables and so um I was uh like I, I think we had just finished a unit or something and um my dad and I went into like Walmart. We were looking for like, just trying to find, figure out something for like a place that could deal with my glasses because uh, I needed to get new lenses, but they're like a special type of lens and not every place offers them. I also at a reasonable price. So like we were there and then he like started walking out of the store before <coughs> I started walking out of the store. And so I had to catch up to him and I'm like, dad, you were walking at a constant velocity and I had to increase my acceleration so I oh, no. can't talk to you. And then I was like, oh my God, I just made a physics question out of my life. This is bad. <laughs> when physics starts so, to invade your real life. Yeah. Oh my God. I didn't I didn't tell you this, this story about my physics teacher because I was saving it for this episode. I was like, this is content. This I is content. This. Oh my gosh. <laughs> So I was like, okay, so um, I think it was uh, Wednesday or Thursday, I went into my physics teacher's class because his class is right across from my chemistry class. And like, I'm out of his class, so I don't have him as a teacher anymore. But I just went to go say hi and chill and see what was up because it was like lunchtime. And so I went in and um, he was like, okay, okay, he was like, Malika, don't get mad, but Miss G and I found something um, and we got to show it to this terms class, but we couldn't do it with your class. But like, it was really cool. Do you want to see what it was? And I was like, um, okay. And I had like no idea where this was going. I thought he had just managed to like, cause he was telling us there is this thing you can do with like the computers and then you can make like things explode and stuff like that. So I thought he was going to do something like that. And then it was like, not that. And so he goes, he's like, wait, I have a video of it. Just give me a minute. And so he pulls out his phone and can I just note that his phone is like a Blackberry, but it's oh a Blackberry God. with a touch screen and the keypad thingy. It's really weird. What? I recommend you look it up. It's kind of whack. But anyways, he shows me, he pulls out his phone and he shows me this video and at first, I didn't really realize what it was. I just saw like a projection like of this old looking movie on the like on the where the, the, the projector screen normally is. And then and then I looked again because the video was only two seconds long. So he played it again and I looked and I saw in the middle of the room, there was this old film player, like the ones that go like those ones. They, the school has an old film player and him and the, one of the other biology teachers, they like share a back room. They were walking down the hall and they saw a bunch of these science teachers carrying these films, taking them to the dumpster. What? 
And so he and her were like, um, oh, hell nah. And came <laughs> and like grabbed them, told them they would take care of it, brought them to their back rooms, found the like film uh, player for the school, like, cause the school has one, cause our school is freaking old. <laughs> and um, they, <laughs> they found this film player. And do you know what was on these films? The Sound of Music? No. Oh. <laughs> Science Lessons from the 1930s and the 1940s. Oh my god. Yeah. That's crazy. And this is like, like when they were watching them, they like, they were, so the unit that they're on right now is a centripetal force and acceleration in the physics class. And so that has to do with gravity and the gravity constant, which is 6.67 times 10 to the negative 11 or something like that. And um so the class just wasn't getting it they're like oh what's gravity i don't understand the gravity constant so he was like okay miss g come help me out with this and so they figured out how to set up the thing they found the lesson that corresponded with that and they put it in and it showed how they derived the equation to find the gravity constant but then they're also like we're also unsure of this answer because we do not know the mass of the earth currently at this time we're not entirely sure if this is the gravity constant we think it is Big G is equal to MM over R and like its approximate value is this, but please stay tuned for more information. We are currently doing like lots of research to, you know, try to find this out. And that is the gravity constant. That's they just wild. watched like the first like video of like somebody explaining the gravity constant and how they had found it. And I was just I, I was blown away. I, I don't know. It just, like, I find that so cool. That's crazy. How, like, oh my gosh. it's from, like, the Great Depression and the Second World War. And they were, like, just beginning to find things that we now learn in our classes. Yeah, and they're like, oh, we don't know this and this, but I bet, like, we know those things now. Like, that's yeah. crazy. That That's so crazy. Like, 70 years ago, we didn't know that. But we know that now and like to think like those were the lessons that like maybe people's grandparents were learning about like um or people's grandparents or people's great-grandparents were learning about when they were in school like I don't know like my grandparents were born <clears throat> like in the very early 40s but, like, they obviously weren't born in Canada. Well, like, actually, my, on my mom's side, they were born in the early 40s. On my dad's side, um, my grandma was born in the 50s. I don't know when my grandpa was born, though. Um, but it was, like, like they, they could have very well learned that in school or watched those exact same videos if they lived in Canada, you know? Like, it's just, it, it just kind of, like, ooh, it's Yeah, so that's so wild. <laughs> That's so cool. Oh my gosh. Yeah, because my school has been around. It opened in like 1955. So it's a really, really old school. And um, like there's just, we just have a lot of things there that are old because one, the school is old and two, our school is also poor. <laughs> or according to um, some deets I heard, the school is actually not poor. They just choose not to spend money on things that matter. What? <laughs> yeah that makes no sense that is a little bit whack but also like so i don't know school politics are complicated i don't want to get into it but yeah anyways so um 
we'll just stick with the school is poor. Because one, one year we couldn't afford printer paper for like a semester. It was so sad. Oh my gosh. <laughs> they were like, they were like, um, my, my bio biology teacher is like, yeah, they stopped buying the Scantrons, but like she has a stash of them in her class. She's like, I use them a lot because she does a lot of multiple choice stuff on her tests. And so she's like, I use them a lot, but they're not buying anymore right now because we're struggling to get enough money for the amount of printer paper the school needs. Wow. Because it's also a really big school, so that's like a huge amount of printer paper. If you imagine like printing work packages for like 1,500 students, that's, that's a lot of paper. But like still, it's it's a little bit sad. <laughs> I think now, like, especially with everything so online, like, I know I have, I've had teachers in the past who, like, would give me a new worksheet, like, every day, but now they don't do that because it's all online, so they're probably saving a lot of paper and a lot of money. Yeah, my uh, chemistry teacher, like, because we're doing stuff, like, in class, I think we're still mainly, we hand stuff in online sometimes, but for the most part, <clears throat> it's just paper. But yeah, like, because we do quizzes in the class, but the quizzes never count towards our mark. It's always, like, just to see where we're at currently in the unit. And so sometimes they'll be like, okay, take this home, do it, and then, like, um, hand it in through Google Classroom or something. But yeah, that was my cool story that I was saving to tell you because... It was, what a content was, queen. <laughs> yeah, that was, like, it was a good story. It was a good story. We love. <laughs> I don't have any good stories like that, dude. My life is so boring. Like, your classes are also online. My classes are help. online, and there's nothing interesting happening in my classes. Yeah, like, online classes is kind of hard to have interesting stuff happen, unless you, like, go to class with, like, some random TikTok creator, because they always <laughs> do those dumb TikTok challenges in the middle of class. Wait, do they really? <laughs> well, I've seen videos. Like, there's this one class where, like, so... Like, one of the guys is, like, a TikTok creator, and so the, the, he, like, rallies the entire class to do these, like, dumb trends and then confuse the teacher, and it's just, it's really funny. Like, they did the blinding lights one. They passed a pencil throughout the entire class. Oh, they, weird. Um, what did they do? They, they did the SpongeBob thing, the, like, do-do-do-do-do with the head, you know? <laughs> I think that that one was, like, you do it to your animal and you see if they do it back. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so, like, do it to your cat, and like, do-do-do-do-do, and then the cat goes, like, do-do-do-do-do. It's, like, it's funny. <laughs> she's, she's like, nodding her head like a, like a turtle, you know? Yeah, yeah, like, like, like a, like a chicken. Like a chicken, like, yeah, 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 like, like a, chicken a chicken pecking out food. I yeah. once, my mom once tried to, like, play dead to see if my dog would, like, do anything. She, like, fell on the floor, and my dog was just, like, sniffing her, and then, like, she kind of, like, sat on her and was like, we're going to play now. And my mom was like, no, I'm dead. Help save oh me. Go God. get someone to help save me. <laughs> She's Therefore, useless. Completely um, verifying <clears throat> your claims that Lulu is dumb. Oh, she's the dumbest. <laughs> she's, like, she's absolutely useless. <laughs> she's really funny, though. My dad will be trying to, like, you know... Those, like, foam rollers that you can do for your legs and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he was trying to roll out, and whenever he does that, my dog just, like, walks over and, like, tries to, like, sit on him or, like, sniff him, like, play with him, and he's like, I'm trying to roll out right now, can you not? 
<laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. She's <sighs> the dumbest. <laughs> I mean, I love her very much, but she's also, like, so dumb. <laughs> I met um, my friend's dog yesterday. His name is Thor. He's a huge <gasps> German she- A 90-pound German Shepherd. Oh my god. Is like huge and he's like so friendly and i'm like okay if there was any better this is like the best dog to have that name because he literally is the dog form of thor he's big and he's friendly and he loves to hug people and i'm just Aww. like this is it this is it <laughs> have you seen those posts that are like thor is the god of the lesbians oh yes i have <laughs> that's what i think of now <laughs> Oh my god. Or have you seen the 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 one where like the Okay, there's there's this guy that like walks around New York with random celebrities and then they like talk to like random people on the street. I don't remember his name, but he did one with with like Chris Evans and he was like, "Okay, now we are here with Chris's worst nightmare, a bunch of lesbians who don't care that he's attractive." <laughs> and it's like, "Let's go lesbians, let's go." And then they go like running down the street. <laughs> As if somebody took that, the Let's Go Lesbians, and, like, put it in the Captain America, like, uh, in the, like, they cut the audio from Captain America Civil War when everybody was running in the airport, and they put that audio in, and then Chris was, like, glad somebody could capture my inner monologue. That's so funny. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it just, and that made me laugh really hard. I thought it was funny. (laughs) This is the content I live for. Yeah, solid. Very solid. You know what else I live for? What do you live for? People who watch The Mandalorian. I will try not to spoil, but if you haven't seen season two, if you haven't seen season two, I would highly recommend you, like, don't listen for the next five minutes. Okay, but Din being a dad that is like that that's the content i need din is mando by the way and being a dad isn't being a dad to baby yoda because he's so wholesome i need to show you photos it's so cute i don't watch the mandalorian (laughs) i know you don't watch the mandalorian but i'm gonna explain this is completely lost on me Okay, so I'm going to explain this to you. So in Mandalorian culture, at least the Mandalorian culture that, like, Din was, like, raised in, that there's a thing where, like, you don't take off your mask or your, your like, your, your helmet unless, like, um, like, you can't take your helmet off in front of people. The only people you can take your helmet off in front of are your, is your Ritter, which is your spouse, or your, um, or your children, and so, like, throughout the series, you could see, like, Din is kind of doesn't really consider Baby Yoda to be, like, his child. Like, even though, like, in also in Mandalorian culture, like, if you find, like, an orphan child or you save an orphan child, that child either has to be returned to its kind or it is now your child. You know, like, you adopt it no matter what, like, race or alien person it is you'd like you take it so he's trying to get it back to its kind originally but then in the process of that he becomes very attached to him and becomes kind of like his dad so like in the last episode of 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 season two this is what happens so you can see him here and there's baby yoda and he touches his mask oh. and then <gasps> Din takes it off for oh. him 
And I was just like, I was sobbing. I was like on the inside, obviously, because I was watching it with my family. But I was like, oh my God, <laughs> it's so adorable. That is so cute. It was like, oh my God, that like chapter 16 was a good episode. It was really good. And we got to see like, there's like, so it's basically, I'm like, I kid you not. It's basically Mando and like these four amazing women who are going to save these, uh, the, the kid. And like, um, I just, I just thought that was really great because Mando, like, he just like, I feel like a lot of the time he's, he's really trusting, but like his, I think his trust leans more towards women than men. He trusts women more yeah, and he respects them a lot. I'm joking. <laughs> and he respects them a lot, but like Kara and Fennec and Bo-Katan, like they're just, they're all so like, um, they're like, they're like combat queens. They're, they're amazing. I need to show you. And, and Fennec, oh my God, it's Ming-Na Wen and I love her so much because <laughs> i'm also a huge agents of shield nerd um so here i will show you like 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 look at this look at this she just shooting and then look what watch the casual this, this is she just, the like, kind of audio content our listeners come here for <laughs> exactly she just like like dodges the blast i'm showing Malin like posts and whatever but like still <laughs> she's amazing okay um i do okay, love a badass woman Yes, we do. Okay, that is it for Mandalorian Mal. Oh, that was only three minutes. That's good. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, that's not bad. Nice. nice. Okay. <laughs> okay, I have a completely unrelated question. Okay. Do you okay. think I can read all of the lost symbol? Is that what it's called? The lost symbol mm-hmm. by the end of next week. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I read it within like a few days. It's five hundred pages. Oh yeah. So that's I read insane. It, okay, the second time I read the Da Vinci Code, it took me like two days to read it. That's actually insane. It took me like two weeks to read the Da Vinci. Oh, but like fair, to be fair, I like wasn't really reading it, and I was only like picking it up every couple days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I feel like if I make an effort, I can finish the Lost Symbol. But like all of Dan you totally Brown's can. Books you, you can are so long. Like I have, I know, but it's like a good kind of long, you know. I have so many books from the library, and it's so stressful because I don't know when any of them are due, so I'm mm-hmm. just trying to like speed read through them all. <laughs> like his chapters are really short; they tend yeah. to be pretty short, but his like overall books are very long. And I like how he like goes from like protagonist perspective to villain's perspective, but you also don't know who the villain is. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you can see what they're doing, but he never, he only gives away, like, maybe their gender, but he doesn't give away, like, any other, like, thing about them. Yeah. It's, like, yeah. I think, I think it's really cool. I have yeah. so many books to read. This is what I'm going to spend my spring break doing. But I was also, Oh, have like, you been reading Funny and Farsi, too? I just finished it last night. It was good, wasn't it? It was so good. It was so good. The part it's about, just, the, so funny. the beauty passion in... <laughs> Barbados oh or wherever they were, the Bahamas. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, my mom's favorite thing is the the vaccination clinic. When they when they're like trying to call her, they're like saying like Fritzy, Fritzy, and then oh, she's oh like, yeah, yeah. As far as I know, there's no T in my name. Her name is Firuzet. Yeah, it it means like turquoise in Farsi, and 
So they're like Fritzy, and then they decided to throw in the last name, and she married a French man, and so her last name is Dumas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they're like Fritzy, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> and then she stands up and just like with the the straightest face tries to like hold her dignity and walk to get her blood tested. In it's like just, a room full of other people also waiting to get their blood tested. It's just yeah, it was it's gold. But yeah, the the Dis. I will never forget reading that book with my family. Cause like, so the first time I read it, I read it alone, and then I said, "Oh my god, this is so funny! You guys have to read this." And so we started reading it also together as a family. And I will never forget reading it as a family because my mom normally she'll read it out loud, and then the rest of us will listen. And but when she reads, if she finds something funny, she just like it's it's like a whole nother experience. It's like and you. then we all laugh with her, and it's just it's so great. <laughs> I think okay, I like her humor. It's like a kind of dry humor, like very oh, deadpan, yeah. and I'm like I appreciate that. I like deadpan humor too. I appreciate that humor. Mm-hmm. I also like like um the kind of humor where it's like the events in your life are so whack that they're just funny you know yeah like it's not even trying to be funny it's just like this is what my life is (laughs) yeah and that's like that was like a book that we read like god loves laughter some of like some of the times i felt like oh my god you're not even trying and this is absolutely hilarious yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know and it's just it's yeah that was also a really really funny book i thought i thought it was hilarious i've also read that one with my family pretty solid okay my problem here is that there is too much content to consume i have so many books to read tv Mm -hmm. shows to watch podcasts to listen to like how am i gonna consume it all i can't um you can listen to podcasts when you walk lulu i do do that actually that's good. I've been listening to um, Into the Gridge, which is a D&D podcast. And, like, That's mind cool. you, I don't play D&D and I probably never will. But it is, like, so funny. <laughs> <sighs> Love that for you. I'm, like, I'm totally not a D&D person. But, like, maybe in college I'll become a D&D person. Because it sounds interesting. Maybe you will. But, it like, does. It just, okay, one time <laughs> I was in, like, middle school and my family friend, we were, he really wanted to play D&D. And so, like, he got um, his family and our family together, and we were, like, all hanging out at our house, and we were trying to, we spent, like, four hours trying to make our character sheets, and we didn't even finish before they left. And I feel like if you can just get through making the character, and then, like, get on to playing the game, and, like, having a DM, and, like, world building and stuff like that, like, that would be interesting. But, mm-hmm. like, it was, we just got stuck on the character building. <laughs> Have you seen the, the, what's it called, um, that there's, like, this Tumblr text post that's, like, on the internet where they say, okay, I have this headcanon that Guardians of the Galaxy is actually, like, a tabletop, like, role-playing game, like, Dungeons and Dragons, and the Avengers, like, play it together, (laughs) and I forget, like, who the dungeon master is, but, like, they're, um, who they decided the dungeon master would be. It was probably, like, Clint or something like that. And then so Steve makes his character a raccoon who's, like, got an affinity for weapons and metal things and is constantly busting out these sassy one-liners. And Bucky is just like, seriously? And then Bruce makes his... (laughs) 
this tree person that can only say I am Groot and then let Steve make all of his decisions when he doesn't want to participate. I'm here for this. I can't. That is amazing. I have it saved somewhere. I'll like send it to you. But then post it on the story or something. But it's like, yeah. Who's Peter Quill? Tony. Tony. Okay. And who's Gamora? Does that be Nat? Probably Nat. But and then, then Drax is Thor. Drax is Thor. But then Nat and Tony have to role play like falling in love with each other. That's weird, man. Well, like, well, like if they don't fall, like they just take the characters, you know? They don't have to like follow the exact like line. I don't think that yeah. was the point. Okay, it was okay, like okay. just like the characters were created by the Avengers as a part of this game. <laughs> that would be good. And I, I just I thought that was really funny. <laughs> no, I'm here for this. <laughs> Me too, me too. I'm so here for it. I feel like... What oh I no, Bucky was the dungeon master. I think that was it, yeah. That makes sense. I'm pretty, I'm, I'm pretty yeah, sure. We don't, it, yeah, we don't need Clint in this headcanon. Yeah, nobody needs Clint ever. Sorry. <laughs> oh, Sorry oh, to Clint stands. No, MCU Clint. MCU Clint. Yeah, yeah. Comic book Clint is amazing, but MCU Clint, I'm sorry. Just like, no, honey. <laughs> I've never read a single comic book in my life. I was watching this... um this Jubilee video, and they do this series called Odd Man Out, and it's, like, six fans of something versus one person who's not, or, like, six Jewish people versus one non-Jewish person or something, and they have oh to, like, God. they're, like, all talking to them, trying to guess who the fake is, and so they oh. have one that's, like, a bunch of Marvel fans versus, like, one person who's a DC fan, and oh, okay. the, the way that they were, like, judging the Marvel fans, I was, like... I'm a Marvel fan, but, like, not to that extent, I guess. And they were all like, oh, I read the comics, and I, like, go to Comic-Con, and I cosplay, and I, like, have these tattoos, and, like, all this merch and stuff like that. I'm like, man, if I was in this, I would get voted off the very first round. <laughs> yeah, like, honestly, I'm I'm also not to that extent. Like, yeah, it would be cool to go to a Comic-Con, but I feel like I would, like, have an anxiety attack or something. Oh, for sure. Like, I feel like that's too much. <laughs> yeah, Comic-Con is, like, a lot of people dressed up as these, like, weird characters, and, like, if you don't know who the character is, you're probably gonna be, like, freaked out. And it's, like, just a lot of people and a lot of... Listen, I've never been to a Comic-Con. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've also I never just been to know, Comic-Con, like, but I've seen photos. Like. I've seen photos, I've seen, I've seen videos. And, they're like, so, like crowded there's like so many people and there's and, like, so many that's not even there's that's so many even events the, and stuff yeah that's not even the problem i feel like i just get like lost and then like i get like nervous and worried and i wouldn't know who i was and like i'd probably also like feel like you know when you're like a fan but like you feel like you're not as much of a fan as everybody else yeah, even though like exactly. i'm a pretty big fan like i talk about marvel a lot but like i'm also not like the type of fan that will like maybe go out and dress up as a character or you know do this or do that or do that you know and then um like I feel like like that gives you the potential to be judged by like super fans yeah and like causes for gatekeeping and stuff like that which is like not good yeah like that's my whole point like just because you don't read the comics or you don't like cosplay or like have all this merch like it doesn't make you any less of a fan and I think mm-hmm. that's kind of what the point of those, like, videos are. It's, like, there's no real way to tell, like, who's this and who's not because there's so many different ways to be so many different things. Mm-hmm. But it does lead to a lot of gatekeeping in a lot of communities. Like, oh, you can't be a real Marvel fan if you don't X, Y, Z. Yeah, exactly. 
like personally I do like comics and I would like to learn how to read them in terms of like there's so many I don't know where to start yeah kind of exactly thing. it's so like, one day I just went to the library and I just literally there was like a Marvel comic section I grabbed all of them and I signed them all out oh and I'm my like God. I'll figure it out when I get home <laughs> like because they have the boxes so I saw one box I grabbed one whole box and then I'm like okay did this you is figure it out <laughs> No, but I read some of them. It was, like, not the same storyline, and I was, like, a little bit confused. Yeah. One of them was, like, kind of an Infinity War one, and it was, like, I read it after I watched Infinity War, the movie, and so, like, there was Thanos, and he was trying to get the Infinity Stones, but it was also, like, not Infinity War. It was, like, Infinity War mixed with Endgame, but, like, an Endgame everybody actually likes because nobody died. And Steve didn't go back in time at the end. And so, like, it was, yeah, it was actually, it was actually really good. Like, I liked it a lot. And, but I would, I would like to actually, like, legit read, like, the Captain America comics. I don't know, like, it it just, it feels like it's hard to find, especially the beginning ones, like, the original ones. Because they're, like, vintage collector items now and they're so expensive. I don't know if they do reprints or anything. And there's so many, like, different storylines and, like, different... You yeah, because, like, they each follow, like, a different universe. Like, one might be Earth-616, one might be Earth-677, or, like, you know, like, all of these different, like, universes with the same characters but different storylines. Yeah, it's a lot to get into, and, like, you can't... If you're not familiar with it at first, it's hard to get familiar with it and, like, understand it. Like, the mm-hmm. the movies and the MCU, like, it's that's a lot more accessible than the comics, yeah. I feel like. And that's why a lot of people tend to only watch the movies and not read the comics. But I'd like to, when I have time, like maybe over the summer or something, like figure it out, you know, like seriously yeah, talk to people cool. who like comics. Because I know people who like comics and I feel like they could help me navigate it better, you know. And I would like to read the Black Panther comics too. I think those would be really cool. Yeah, for sure. Because maybe Malika will show up in the... <laughs> <laughs> I'm still so disappointed they didn't name her Malika. So sad. I don't know what to tell you, man. Maybe they had plans for Malika in a future movie. Maybe. Maybe maybe they'll bring her in now in the second movie. I saw a thing that said, like, um, Star-Lord is canonically in the comics, in the comics bisexual. And in some oh, yeah, yeah. new movie or something, he has a boyfriend or something like that. And, like... What's his face? Chris Pratt plays. I don't know. It was just this whole thing that was like, Chris oh, Pratt's yeah, character whole, like, is canonically queer, and so how is he gonna feel about that? Because like, I don't yeah, know. I because of the church, he the church. It's because of the church he affiliates himself with. Yeah, big yeah. homophobic church. Anyways, yeah. I also Anyways. I also saw no. Speaking of queer um, Marvel characters, I also saw like. Spider-Man is gonna have a boyfriend or something like he's bi or pan or whatever like in the movies because he's with MJ though that's no I know he's with MJ like like people were talking about this everyone's like I would love to see Peter have a boyfriend and I was like I would love to see it too but like he's with MJ and I love them together but also like yes exactly someone pointed out that like um like they're in high school and high school relationships don't typically last that long so maybe if it's like a That's flash forward so in time and he's like in college, he's broken up with MJ, he meets a cute boy. 
Who knows? Man, mm. there could be. I don't. I don't know. We 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 don't know right now because nobody's told us anything. I this is true. At this point, it's it's like, at this point, tis speculation. But that doesn't mean it can't happen. You know? Yeah. I just want some canonically queer superheroes. Thank you very much. I'm pretty sure like they were some something was gonna happen with Valkyrie. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think they, they were, were like that was that was the first one. You know? Yeah. Yeah, Taiko Waititi is all over that. I think. Yeah, he's he's amazing. I, I love it. him so we much. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, so great. <laughs> Honestly, I think like here's my thing. Sometimes I spend so much time on the internet with other queer people talking about queer things, and like I like leave the internet and I go talk to some real life people, and I'm like, wow. Sometimes I forget that straight people exist. <laughs> so, wow. Like, legit. <laughs> like, legit. All, all I'm saying is that, like, representation in media shouldn't be this difficult because, like, people are like, oh, it's so unrealistic to have all your characters be LGBTQ+. And I'm like, well, it's really not because everyone I talk to is. So, you know, it's not that hard. Yep. <laughs> but, like, legit, one day in our advisory period, um, our school's GSA did this presentation about um, trans and non-binary like stuff, like etiquette, how to mm-hmm. be an ally and stuff like that in education. Oh, yeah. Um, and my advisory teacher was reading it, and she was like stumbling over the word non-binary, and she was like, "Oh, I didn't know this," or like, "Oh, this is such good information." And I'm like, "This is all stuff that I know." Like, granted, I helped work on the presentation, but like. It's all yeah. stuff that I've, that I'm like, I've been new. And so it was like a shock to me. I was like, wow, everyone here is so cis and so hetero. Like, this is wild. Sometimes you just forget that the cis, he- cis heads exist. But like, also, to be fair, your teacher is a lot older than you. That's very true. Like, that is not something that was like talked about probably when like they were in school. So. No, for sure. <laughs> like I do it's, think it's, it's always a learning experience it is good that the gsa is like doing things and i mm-hmm. i think they're gonna work on doing more things like in the weekly because we have advisory once a week and they do like the leadership class does videos so i think um they're trying to make gsa be like a regular part of the weekly videos which i think is cool That's chill. but yeah it was just kind of like because i spend so much time with people who are not straight and then you, like, talk about queer things with people who are straight. And then you're like, hmm. <laughs> you guys are so straight. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> anyway, this is just my musings about life. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. Cause yeah. <laughs> Listen, I have nothing against straight people. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> Okay, sometimes I forget people of color exist because there's a lot of Caucasian people where I live. Yeah, it's like (laughs) if you surround yourself with people of a certain demographic, sometimes- And I am a person of color. Imagine how that feels. Like, oh no. Oh yeah, there are places where there's a lot of people like me. Everyone looks like me. No, this is actually (laughs) what I was thinking of. Like, because you know where I live, it's a very like colorful, not colorful, but like diverse in with in Mm -hmm. like the terms of race and stuff so i was thinking like if a white person moved to my city and they were just walking down like the downtown 
would they feel so out of place? <laughs> like, sometimes I'll be on vacation, I'll be walking around, and I'm like, everyone here is white. <laughs> and then I'll feel like, I'm like, man, I'm like the only non-white person here. So I wonder if, like, if the roles were reversed, would a white yeah. person just feel out of place? Like, Curious, if you are Caucasian, please let us know. I'm actually legit curious. Yeah, like, we're not trying to make anyone uncomfortable, but, like, this is just what I think about. Because I live in a place where there are not a lot of white people. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I came to where you lived, I'd probably still feel out of place. Because, like, where you live, there's a lot of, like, there's a lot um, of Asians. diversity. Asian diversity, yeah. you know? But, like, I'd be like, hi. <laughs> I don't know. I'd pass for Filipino multiple times. Yeah, I feel like maybe because you're mixed, you have more, like, ambiguity in how you look. Oh, definitely. So, like, <laughs> like me, like, I don't think I look Asian at all, but I can kind of, like, fly under the radar kind and pass, of. kind of. Yeah, like, that's, I feel like that's me, even though, like, I, I'm not something, I might look like something, and so for other people, I fly under the radar, but for me, I feel yeah, like... Yeah, like, you're so conscious of, like, how you look, but other people mm-hmm. just probably don't think about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a life lesson. The solid life lesson. Yeah, I used to spend so much time worrying, like, do I look Asian enough or do I look this enough? Like, I wonder what other people think I look like. But then I'm like, other people probably don't think about what I look like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? They probably don't care, you know? They probably are just like, oh, look, a human being. How mm-hmm. incredible. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> a fellow human on this earth amazing we love to see it yeah we do do we i don't know i slept in my room all day yesterday and that was pretty nice that's fair (laughs) that's very fair as i said most of my interaction that's been happening these days is online so Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know what's wild though is when someone you meet someone online and they're like yeah i live in the bay area and i'm like oh i live in the bay area too and then now every time i go outside i'm like they could be anywhere even though, like, in my head, the Bay Area, like, I know the Bay Area is so big, and they, could, they mm-hmm. like, might not even live in my area of the Bay Area, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I'm also, like, walking around, like, my tiny town, like, I know they don't live in like, my city, and I'm like, be here. they could be the person driving that car right now. <laughs> yeah, like, that could be them. <laughs> but, like, statistically speaking, it's probably not. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <sighs> Oh my god. Oh my god. I don't know why I said oh my god. I'm just so <laughs> tired. That's valid. Yeah, I went to bed late last night. Uh, what did we do? We watched Brave. Oh, okay. Which okay. is really good. I love that movie. It's so funny. <laughs> if you had and the then, chance to change your fate, would you? My favorite, like the feast your eyes. <laughs> my accent is so bad. I'm going to go pass away now. <laughs> if you had the chance to change your fate, would ya? Would ya? <laughs> would ya? But mom is just my boo. <laughs> Anyways, it just it's it's a good movie. But I was trying to like our Disney Plus kind of like crashed a little bit. It was like oh, una- no. unable to like load or whatever like earlier. So like we left it be for a little bit, and then we came back, and then we watched Brave. But before, I was trying to get them to, like, look up The Falcon and the Winter Soldier because the trailer came out, and I wanted my dad to see the trailer to see if he would like it. And so, um, 
Because, like, we all watched The Mandalorian together, so I was trying to gauge whether this would be something that me, my dad, and my brother would kind of watch together again. Mm -hmm. I have a feeling I'm going to watch WandaVision by myself, but I feel like, because my dad really liked the Captain America movies, he, he might also watch this as well. So finally, after Brave, we managed to get the trailer, and it's amazing because Sam Bucky bickering is what I live for. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I can see the gears turning in that cyborg brain of yours. <laughs> and then he's like, he's like, what are you thinking? And he's like, you don't want to know. He's like, oh, they're turning. Uh-oh, they're malfunctioning. He's like, God, I hate you. <laughs> and I'm like, this is just this Anthony is the content. It's just Anthony Oh my God, I point. love those videos of Anthony and Sebastian Stan, Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan, like, doing interviews together because they're oh always like God, just yes. the most crackhead energy <laughs> it's so great I and also like anthony and chris together are also really funny like have you seen the like what disney princess are you one? Oh yeah because it's like first it's like chris is like i think i would be Belle. you know she's like sophisticated and she likes to read and she's educated and she wants to learn more things and get out and like be adventurous you know and discover things and she doesn't want to like be held back by stuff and like anthony's like oh yeah mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then he's like uh me i'd be cinderella you know because she broke give me 20 dollars <laughs> and then chris just loses it he almost he's like laughing so hard he's falling forward and he's like they're sitting on a stool and anthony has to grab the oh, I've stool seen and that. pull I've it seen back that. I've seen so that. he doesn't fall on the ground it's so funny oh my god absolutely murders me every single time i see that it's just it's so funny have you seen the red carpet video of like sebastian stan on the red carpet being interviewed and like anthony mackie just shows up and is like just really hyping him up. He's like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I love eyes. that. It's like, the Infinity oh, this War man one. is so handsome. Oh, man. All the ladies go, pow, 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 pow. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, get you on. It's like, they like, call him the Winter Soldier because he kills all the ladies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that one. And then the, he's the one where he said he, like, he gave him, like, one of those, like, pocket Oh, handkerchief yeah. things with like his face on it so you can like take it out and remember him or something that was just like and then like talking about the GoFundMe have you seen the I don't think I have no it was in the same interview like when Anthony came and interrupted it and he was like just talking and like saying something about a GoFundMe to like have a Falcon movie or something like that anyways it was just really funny <laughs> But yeah, if you just, if you want to laugh, I, I recommend you go look up any interviews with Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackie. Even if Sebastian you're not Stan, a Marvel fan, like, they're just yeah. funny. These, here, these are, these are the pairings you need. Sebastian Stan, Anthony Mackie, Sebastian Stan, and, um, Chris Evans, Anthony Mackie and Chris Evans, the three of them together, and Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, that's good. That's also, good. Chris Evans and Paul Rudd. I don't know if there's any out there, but I have a feeling that, like, some, like, Ant-Man, Captain America stuff might come out, and I think it would be really funny. You know, my favorite one is, like, this, like, two-second clip of Chris Evans and Jeremy Renner are, like, in an interview, and the interviewer is, like, can we do something or other? And Chris Evans just goes softly, like, oh, God, I don't, I like, don't it. like it. And it yeah, just, like, zooms in on Jeremy Renner's face going, like, what? 
Oh my god, did I say that out loud? I don't like it. I use that gif all the time. It's so funny. So do I. He's like, I don't like Like, it. Like, slapping his hand on his knees. I don't like it. (laughs) Like, sometimes I say that, like, unironically now, and I'm like, oh my god, what have you done to me? I do it, like, over text. I'll just be like, I don't like it. And people will be like, like, I'm always afraid that people won't get the reference and they'll just think I'm talking like a baby or something. Mm-hmm. That's why you have to send the gift. You have, yeah, that, you have like, to send the that, like, that, like, fills in the blanks, have, you know? I have it saved on my phone. It's it's so good. It is it is so good. Also, Chris and RDJ are really funny together, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, so just, like, that's, yeah. <laughs> okay, what are your highs and lows for this week? <clears throat> well, a high, a winter break. Yes. <laughs> Also, just like that Mando content, I needed that. And it's funny whenever you say Mando, I think of Mandarin, like the language, because my friend's in Mandarin and she's like, she always calls it Mando. So that's where my brain goes. Oh, that's really funny. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, um, I guess I'll give my low, which I haven't thought about. Listen, I don't think I have a low this week. We're, we're giving good vibes, you know what I'm saying? Also, yeah. I just really can't think of anything. Good. Vibes. My low is I have a bit of back pain, but that's pretty much it. It's like, other than that, it's Oh, fine. you know what? My low is that I cannot simultaneously listen to these two podcasts, three podcasts now because a new episode just came out, three podcasts while also like reading my book and doing everything I need to do. <laughs> Maybe you should do a puzzle and listen to some of the podcasts. Oh, I do do that all the time. My main problem is fitting in time to read the books. Mm-hmm. My high? What's my high? Um, oh, I watched The Prom on Netflix. That was really good. You should watch that. That came out on my birthday. It came out on your birthday? Even more reason mm-hmm. to watch it. The birthday present to you. Um, another high is that my friend got me this blanket for Christmas, and it's so soft. And I love it very much, and I'm, like, wearing it right now. We do love that. We love soft blankets. I also have a soft blanket. I love a soft blanket. I didn't blanket. get it for anything. It's just my house has, like, I think we have, like, five different soft, like, like same kind of texture, really soft blankets in our house, like, from the same company, and I love them. Sometimes you just need a soft blanket in your life. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend. Anyways, this is episode 22 of our podcast, Aya Kodaya. Hummus. I'm Mal. And I'm Maylin. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.